Hey, Rick, you know what's awesome? What's that? <laughs> you, I can't tell you their secret, man. Oh. They stalk in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about ninjas. Yeah, ninjas are awesome. won a couple of our polls or or very slightly lost a couple of polls but only because of the girls i'd have to say and not knocking the girls because the girls answer the polls and i love it but the guys say ninjas and the girls want something else and there's more girls than guys and so the ninjas lose there but ultimately <laughs> ninjas are awesome yes and in the 80s ninjas were everywhere you <laughs> like you couldn't you couldn't go anywhere without seeing ninja. They were on magazines. They were in the backs of magazines that were not ninja related. They were in movies and cartoons and toys. And sometimes toy lines came out completely unrelated to ninjas. And by the time the toy line had run its course, there was like nothing but ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna talk about some ninjas, man. Yeah. We start. <laughs> so. Uh, how many karate classes did you ever take? Are you a karate master? No, I, I never took any, but I was always influenced by martial arts without a doubt. I mean, it started with Bruce Lee. It was one of the first movies I ever saw in the theater was Enter the Dragon. But, you know, out of that, anything that had to do with any kind of hand-to-hand combat, which, come on, man, every James Bond movie, I mean, they're all throwing jujitsu stuff, and it all kind of relates back to the incredible power that Bruce Lee you know, brought to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that inspired people to look into the other parts of it. So, uh, for me, uh, you know, it, it just grew. I mean, even, uh, you know, I think about Inframan. You know, I think we talked about that a while back where, you know, it's basically a dude that looks like a power ninja or, or a, <laughs> uh, what are they called? Power Ranger. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but they're doing martial arts. Hey, I was game, man. Uh, then you had TV shows that were obviously, you know, uh, Japanese shows like uh, what was the giant robots? You know, the big golden mm-hmm, the robot warriors, and but they all had you know, or, you know, martial arts type stuff. So yeah, even early on, the, that seed was already planted. And by the time you got to the '80s, with all the movies with the ninjas and stuff, uh, it was just a no-brainer. I'm. I was was just martial arts was just one of those things. Um, it's one, it was one of my biggest regrets. I told my wife like I'm kind of kind of kind of having this little midlife crisis right now. Unless you, of course, you're in a band called Midlife Crisis, so you're 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 aware of these thoughts that run very around very aware. Like, yes, you're like okay, man. It's like when I was a kid, I wanted to be two things. I wanted to be a super scuba diver. And a ninja. Wow. And I'm neither of those things, so I need to take some karate classes and start going swimming more often, right? So, like, so, so in other words, a Navy SEAL. <laughs> yes, without all the yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, like that kind of thing. It's like, uh, um, just... I think it comes from my obsession with sharks and mm-hmm. scuba diving and the kind of ex- it, it, temperature extremes and the kind of stuff you have to go through 
to to be a i mean like even now if you read about like oh you want to go uh, dive a shipwreck it's like it's extremely dangerous to dive a shipwreck you have to be right highly highly qualified with lots and lots of hours in the water and you know even then it's still dangerous so you, you, you have this vision in movies of people just being like, kind of like, oh, hey, look, there's a boat. Let's go look at it and go swim down there. And, <laughs> and, and, and But no, I mean, it's a lot harder than that. Right. And um, like, not, not that it won't be in the future, but up until now, it just wasn't in the cards. I've never, <laughs> I've not been a scuba diver nor a ninja. My dad was, <laughs> my dad was not big. Uh, well, I won't say he was not big on, like he was... He wanted me to play football. He wanted me to play baseball. Yeah. He wanted me to be the All-American. He was not big on Karate Kid type stuff. Right. His opinion was, you're going to learn a little bit, get your ass kicked, and then we're going to end up in the, in the doctor's office getting your nose fixed. And um, Maybe he knew me better than <laughs> than I thought. He saw, he saw ve- it coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, because now I'm very much a pacifist, but I swear to God, if I had known a pretty decent roundhouse kick when I was eight, oh, yeah. I would have gotten my ass beat hard. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, it's dad's fault. I'm not a ninja, right? But <laughs> You kept me from my dream. <laughs> but, you know. Then there's pandemic, so gyms are shut. So like, there's always an excuse. But right. nah, man, like, ninjas were everywhere. Yeah, and it it seemed like it seemed like man, if you could just make you you rise to the levels of really any kind of karate, and as long as you could get your hands on some weapons, you'd pretty much turn magic and yeah. and, and be invulnerable. And uh, and yeah, so it's still it's still a dream. And then watching watching a couple of ninja movies here in the last couple of days, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that it, it, wasn't dead. It was just dormant. <laughs> yeah, and it's that thing, man. There's so many parts of it. You know, the the intrigue of being a, a master at what you do, the secrecy of the whole thing, right? Being able to move in shadow, not people not knowing who you are. So many of these movies had guys that would get in their ninja outfits, go cause some havoc or right or wrong, and then take the stuff back off, and they're just a normal person again. And mm-hmm. there's always something intriguing about that because, you know, if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando and they see you doing a bunch of stuff, they already know it's you. Whereas as yeah, you're a ninja, you can't hide. You're... Yeah. <laughs> a ninja, you can duck around the corner, take the stuff off, and you're back to normal, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was always something very intriguing about that. And, and come on, let's face it, the ninja, the, the, the weapons they used, come on. I mean. I mean, <laughs> of course. And... and... Growing up, you always knew whether it was you or like you know you go down to a little county fair and they were always selling throwing knives, throwing stars. The throwing stars, depending on what you know, because the 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 ones that were the hardest to come by was either the triangle one or the the square one. But you could always get the one with that had like eight points. Yeah. And but the triangle and the square ones are what they were used in the movies, and the Mm -hmm. eight pointed one, like you could almost. You, you didn't have to try real hard, and it would stick into right. a fence. <laughs> you right. just kind of throw it like a frisbee, and it would stick. They, the, the the other ones were hard, especially the square one, because the blades were not that uh, that deep. So it would hit, and it would actually stick, but then fall out because it wouldn't stick deep enough. Right. But they were illegal. I don't know what your mm-hmm. laws in sure. Tennessee are, but but Chinese stars, you know, throwing stars were always illegal. 
which I always found bizarre because they're not that long. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, but I guess the ninja movies made them yeah. such deadly weapons that people got scared and they're like, nope, can't be having that around. Well, and it's because, I mean, that's definitely the reason why, because it was the hype. I mean, the butterfly knives. I remember it was a big deal if you had one of those because you weren't supposed to have one. Same thing with the throwing stars. And mine was the same way. Mine was kind of a decorative looking one. It was really cool. It was black and had like the, the points, but they'd have the two other side points, like a trident on each uh-huh. of the points, and it'd have like a green dragon in the middle. I mean, it was like, come on, man. I, I'm ninja I ready. One of those, <laughs> I got one of those uh, magnetized to my refrigerator out in my garage Cool, right now. yeah. If I would have thought about it, I would have brought it in because uh, <laughs> a fr- friend of mine gave it to me my birthday a few years ago. But you talk about butterfly knife. like So this was a gift from my wife for, for this last uh, anniversary. Yeah. It's made by Kershaw. It's actually a really good steel. It's a well-made knife. But um, flipping it, and I'm not doing it on screen here. Right. Flipping it, my, my daughter, my nine year old daughter, who's usually like 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 beavis, she's like fire, burn it, ah! <laughs> go crazy. She's like, dude, you're gonna hurt yourself with that. So I got this. You're gonna love this. No, it's a comb. <laughs> <laughs> it's a practice uh, butterfly comb. Right. And man, I had this like again county fair. You buy real Chinese stars. But then you'd buy fake butterfly knives, yeah. like with the comb in them, so you could practice. And you and your friends sit there and flip them and be all <laughs> badass, like, like. <laughs> the one I had was really encased, and you know the 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 sleeves of it were really heavy. So you try to do all the stuff you see the guys in the movies doing stuff, and you're like, oh, and it would smash your fingers because they were so heavy, <laughs> you know. I mean, uh, you know, it's just 